Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. This week, it's D.A.D.Y. Baby Driver. What a ride. Now let's hear what these idiots have to say. Well, thanks, Autopilot. Uh, yes, we are the Movie Dummies. I'm Joe. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Yes, <laughs> and we're talking Baby Driver this week. Edgar Wright's... Uh, masterpiece from this year i picked as one of my favorite movies of 2017 uh we'll see what the other guys have to say about it in a few minutes because first we're gonna do recommendations Mm. let's start with adam we missed you last week buddy yeah so i only have two recommendations um and i know per the rules i will be writing a uh an actual (laughs) summary for here this week anyways first one is um Mind Hunter. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I'm about four or five episodes into it. Um, I haven't had a ton of time to watch things, so I only picked two things I wanted, and Mind Hunter was one. Really good. Totally recommended it. Um, yeah. It definitely gives you an insight to the uh, the crazy world that is profiling and, you know, serial killing and, <laughs> yeah, sequence killers. So, anyways. Oh, they get to serial. Don't worry. Uh, I know. Um, Right. So then the next one I'm going to recommend, and I'm sure this is on somebody else's docket, or uh, Stranger Things 2. God bless America. (laughs) Did you finish it? I have not. I'm six episodes in, five or six. Well, we started it, and we were done nine hours later. So That's amazing. Um, No, I did three the first night, and I did two, so I'm five episodes in. So. Well, we will not spoil it, but me and Shannon watched all of it, and it is great. I yes, actually went so back far. and started watching Stranger Things 1, because I was like, I wanted to piece together some of the things that I forgot. Right. And Yeah, it's been so long. I, I was finding myself like, who's Barb? I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh, then I was like, then it Barb? all came back. I, like, I know. Then I started remembering. I was like, oh, okay, I remember Barb now. So, I don't know. It's a... I don't know. My brain doesn't want to like remember things. Barb's a big one, though. Right, right. That yeah, was a shame. Barb, don't man. worry. I was just as mad at myself as you guys are. Trust me. Right? No, no. Nobody disappoints me more than me. Oh right? well, that's so. probably true. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, Adam, do you think that season two holds up to season one without um, spoiling so- anything? Um, so far, I think it does. Um, I, it's got a different feel to it for sure. Um, oh, really? I thought it felt like more of the same. Well, not, not so much that I don't, I mean, I know why they did like the split up of L from the other kids and stuff like that. And then they're adding this other kid in there. Um, I forget mm-hmm. her name, Mad Max anyways. Um, and I don't know. It's just a different feel. It seems like they're trying to go. I know they're trying to build on the story, but it just feels a little different to me. And then maybe once the whole season's done, it all ties in. Maybe it'll come back to normal. But um, but so far, I mean, it's great. It's really good. It just feels a little different to me for some reason. So I think I understand I mean, all- what you mean, Adam, because I'm rewatching Stranger Things 1, and I, that's how I feel watching Stranger Things 1. I was like, where are yeah. we going with this? And you never really knew kind of what was going to happen next until at the end. You're like, what? And then the next episode would start. 
And Stranger Things 2 kind of does the same thing. And you're right. It's a different storyline altogether, but the acting is just phenomenal. But it's good character work, and that's, that's something that I oh, know yeah. Angela said she tried to watch the first season, and she said it was too slow. But that's what this is. It, it's long-form storytelling. It's telling a story over nine episodes <clears throat> that normally would be told in two hours. So you're getting all this great character work and all these great character moments and all this great storytelling, and I think it's just it's totally yeah. worth it. Yeah, and don't when I say it doesn't feel the same, I'm not taking anything away from it. It's just it is different. It, it's a different slow burn to me, if that makes sense. Um, but I mean, it's still great. Like I still want to watch it. Like I mean, I'll watch it today. Um, then uh, when well when I get a chance. But sure. so anyways, those are my two recommendations. So, Matt, were you going to recommend Stranger Things 2 as well? Uh, I was going to recommend both because I hadn't watched the first one to begin with. Let's go, oh. Matt. Let's keep it going. Stranger Things. Yeah, I recommend Stranger Things. Um, I watched the first season, and I was not disappointed at all. Um, it lived up to the hype for sure. Um, the acting was phenomenal. I loved the storyline. I loved the 80s feel. Oh, yeah, the the... The yeah. composition and like the score and stuff is great. Yes, yeah. it is. I even like all those little—I don't know what you call them—cadences to ET in the first season. References. References. Yeah. The references where uh, you've watched all of season one, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. So when she flips the car on the bikes, she flips the van, right? Where yeah. We, we see ET as a stuffed animal, and there's just these little things. And, like, I'm looking for them now that I'm rewatching it. And that's what I love about a show is, like, you get the gist of the story, but you go back and you find all these cool little treats of, oh, my goodness, you didn't see that before because it was a reference to something else. Yeah, the Duffer brothers are, like, our age. So they grew up watching all the same things we watched, playing all the same video games we played. So it's they're constantly like this is their this is their pop culture is our pop culture yeah. which is so cool to see the stuff that we mm-hmm. saw as kids like being displayed. I uh, I'm still on season two. I haven't finished it, but I was happy to see Paul Reiser and uh, oh, Sean yeah, Astin. Oh yeah, Who Sean else? Astin. Oh yeah, Sean yeah. Astin. Goonie Man. Bob He's Newby, great. Superhero. And the kid, the Mad Max's. Uh, brother is the guy from Power Rangers. The we Red c- Ranger, yeah. We couldn't figure him ah. out for the longest time. But wow, some amazing character that he is in this. Uh, his, hair, his hair makes me want to take a shower. Right. It's gross. Reminds <laughs> me of the 80s for sure. God, I know. The long hair, nasty. Uh uh-uh. uh. And the shirt wide open. Oh, yeah. Did he even have chest hair? No, he's waxed clean, baby. Oh, that must have been the thing. You know, you could skip him across a pond. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> oh, Adam, did you see the... Oh, no, that was the end. Never mind. No, Can't let's not spoil it. Spoil so, it. Matt, what else you got, buddy? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I, I recommended it last week, but I wanted to reiterate um, Ready Player One. Uh, ah. Wow. Did you finish it? No, I didn't, but okay. it's still great. I've got like an hour to go. Oh man, of, you are at the height of I drama. Am at, yes, I am in the climax. Are area. you at the robot war? Oh, that's just finished. That's like where oh. I'm at. Like it just got over. Who? Why would you say a, that? 
If he hasn't got there yet, you're such a jerk. Well, if you see the preview... Did you finish where they got the crystal key? (laughs) (laughs) There is actually a preview out right now for Ready Player One, and if you watch the preview, it shows the robot. Yeah, Yeah, it shows the Well, people who don't read books are stupid. He's trying to. You're going to root. Never mind. Anyways, Matt, you're enjoying it. No, I don't like reading. Um, Yeah, it's awesome. Sweet. That's Can't great. I was actually going mm. to mention Ready Player One because Stranger Things gives me the the same 80s feeling. Film? Yeah. yeah, it seems like they're I you know they're intertwined. It seems like Hollywood or whatever entertainment always has a path. Like everyone's doing this kind of movie. Everyone's doing this. It seems like the eighties are definitely in vogue. This right now is what's and in. and I think Stranger Things season one had a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know. But what didn't. Klein write this book before? Ernest Klein? Yeah, Yeah. it's probably from like 2011, 2010. It's pretty recent. But what I'm saying is like, it's very in vogue right now Mm. to do stuff set in the 80s. And I think Stranger Things has a lot to do with it. Yes. Because like Atomic Blonde was set in 1989, you know, and countless other movies and stuff. Okay. So anyways. Uh Uh-huh. So you recommend Stranger Things season two. What else do you recommend? Ah, so my recommendations is Stranger Things 2. It's a great... Uh, series, but hey, hang other... on a sec. Did that just like come out recently? What? Stranger Things two last yes. Friday. Oh my god, <laughs> did it right on time, man! I didn't even know that. I started watching uh, the first one. Yeah, yeah. I had to. Well, before we started, I was like, Joe, I need a recap because I couldn't remember season. Well, one. I forgot stuff too. So I had to watch yeah, a a like, YouTube video. Yeah, to make sure I knew and. I was really glad we did because yeah. there was a lot of stuff we forgot, and that's what prompted me to start watching Stranger Things one over again, and the little bits that I am, which I'm enjoying thoroughly. Um, but I also recommend. She can't read her own typing. I wrote Rob. What is Rob? Are you, you going <laughs> to recommend that stupid show we watched on Netflix? Oh, I'm looking at my recommendations from last week because I want to make sure I recommend because I wasn't here. Yeah, we watched, uh, is it Rob Schreiner? Rob Schneider. Schneider, whatever. Something. He did his own TV show, and we watched it on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know if it's recommend-worthy. I don't, well, my recommendation is don't watch it. It's not worth it. Um, But it was. What's it called? What about Rob? No, it's just called Rob. No, I don't think so. (laughs) I could have swore it was just Rob. I wrote it in here as Rob. Okay, Google it, mister. All right, you keep talking. But it's like a story of his life so his wife plays his wife and it's about how he's got a manager that sucks and he's got a stalker but since it's his called real rob yeah real rob oh real rob yeah and it was okay but i don't think i'd watch the next episode he's trying to be seinfeld is that what you think yeah well it's his version of seinfeld it's just and it had some funny moments in it but it's like not I don't think it's worth watching. There were some parts that oh, made thanks. me We've already got one. laugh. So, some parts. But my other recommendation is a definite watch. I started watching again Gilmore Girls: A Year in the Life of, oh. which Ooh. now it makes me want to go back to Gilmore Girls. Which I wanted to watch it with Lucy. That yeah, would be a, a good great... time. To, good time to start watching with Lucy. So I think I might because I'm halfway through a year of the life in. You know, the four episodes of each season 
uh, literally seasons, winter, spring, fall, summer. So There you go. Yeah. So I definitely recommend I that. I think it's snow. a good coming of age movie to watch with girls and kind of teach them. Well, it's just, it's a good show. Life. Yeah. And it'd be fun to watch with Lucy. So. Yeah. So those are my recommendations, Joey. All right. Who do we got left? Then? Angela. Just me? Angela? Angela. Angela. Yeah. We haven't heard Angela talk at all because she didn't watch Stranger Things. So she's left. Right. I, have, I cannot comment on Stranger Things other than I'm not that big into the 80s. I didn't really grow up in the 80s. I was only four by the time they ended. So yeah. I didn't watch 80s TV unless it was cartoons. You know, I, I, I'm not, I don't really like E.T. So when I watched the first episode of Stranger Things, I felt like I was watching E.T. And I was like, eh, I don't need to watch this. I get not liking E.T. Um, it's kind of boring, but it's also a masterpiece. So I don't really, it, I feel very dichotomous towards it. Right. I mean, I, I'm i not saying it's a bad movie. It's just not for me, you know? Right. I, I just didn't like it. So, um, ironically enough, my recommendation is what's going to be Gilmore Girls. Oh. All right. Which is just bizarre because this show's been over for 100 years. So. Well, it's only been over for one year right now. Well, the the new well, one. Well, but... so you're talking the old series. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking the old series. I mean, I I I love in the life of um I watched it the day it came out. I cried multiple times. Sure. Oh my gosh, the Edward Herman. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was devastating. But it's a great show. I I'm actually going to start watching it with Chloe, um, my twelve year old. So there you go. Or, um, at least I'm going to try to get her to watch it. She's into The Office and Friends at the moment. So The Office is I so don't good. Know. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know if she's going to get into Gilmore Girls since it's not anime or highly inappropriate. So oh right it seems to be the only things she is interested in at the moment i think it's so well written that she'll get into it because that fast talking and it's all really good i think she'll get into it yeah right. but and it it's... takes a certain person to be into that too oh like, good I writing i don't know no i understand angela's point because she might be bored and inconceivable it's not yeah, you know, there's not a ton of laughs. There's not any guts and gore, and, and she's not into serious and... moments. Like, whatever, I deal with that every day. Right. So huh? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna watch it regardless. I'm gonna try to get her to watch it with me. And yeah, well, at least I'll time. watch it with you, Angela. Yay! You guys can Skype watch. Me, Shannon, and Lucy will Skype watch while yeah. Chloe makes derisive comments in the background. Perfect. <laughs> You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Wow, Joe's a little click-happy over there. I just remembered I have a soundboard. <laughs> so you only have one recommendation? That's it. Okay. All right. Well, I did five last week. So. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, she did. She did five. Our recommendations were 48 long. minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it was way too long. So but just, the, it, our recommendations were longer than uh, the ginger dead man, so we needed something to fill time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think about that movie. So, but, yeah. <sighs> All right, Joe, your turn, isn't it? Yep. So, I have two. Um, I knew everyone was going to be talking about Stranger Things Season 2, but I'll, I'll just throw it in there. Please watch it. 
Watch Stranger Things once. Watch Stranger Things too. It's great. Oh, Joe, you've been watching on Netflix something about Stranger Things. Yeah, there's a after show because after shows are a thing now. You get Talking Dead, you get After Track, you get, you know, Talking Saul, all these after shows which are very popular. Yeah, uh, they have one called Beyond. the money out of these shows. Well, I, I think people want that extra content and I think it's smart of Netflix to actually produce something and... Um, yep. They have one called Beyond Stranger Things, and it's hosted by uh, Oscar winner Jim Rash. So, yeah, I was quite jealous when you were watching it. I come home and I'm like, "What? You're watching it without me?" Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun. You know, you get to talk. It looks like they sat down and shot it all in one day, and they just talk to the actors and the different actors and people from the show just come in and, and talk about it for each 27 minute episode or whatever, and then he moves on to the next thing. So it. It's pretty good, and it's fun. So that's the next thing we got to watch after we watch Stranger Things. Got Beyond it. Stranger Things. So, okay. But that wasn't one of my recommendations. I have two movies to talk about. The first one is a movie that I really, really liked. Um, it's called Literally Right Before Aaron. I know the title's kind of wonky. Huh? I think it had an original title that was something else. And it stars uh, Kobe Smulders Ooh, and oh, Justin Long. Oh, I love him Walrus, too. right? And it's, yes. Yeah. And it's about Justin Long and Kobe Smulders are exes, <laughs> and Kobe's getting married, and she invites Justin Long to the wedding because they were they were together for a very long time, and they're still friends, and she didn't want it to be weird or anything like that. So uh, they it's about him going to her wedding and about him dealing because he's not quite over it. Her? Yes. So why would he agree to go to a wedding? That because that's just who he is. You'll see in the movie why he would do that. Um, okay. He's lying as to long himself. As they explain it. And he lies to everyone else. He's and it's about him just coming to grips liar. with everything. And it is so, so good. Is it like a drama? It It's a dramedy. Dra- okay, so it's somewhat comic. Yeah, because it's Justin Long. Obviously, he, they're, he's funny. He's funny. <laughs> hey, I saw him as a walrus. That wasn't funny at all. But... He was funny though. He's funny in it, but like he's I hated him in that movie. Whatever. He is so good in this movie. Well, I just mean I hated his character. He was a douchebag. Well yeah, that's why you wanted him to become a walrus. There's no redeeming quality to him. But this is uh this is all redeeming quality. Kobe Smolders is real good. Everybody's really good. Um I highly recommend it. Okay. I don't think anybody's even heard of it. Mm mm. When did it come out? This year. Oh. Okay. So it's on VOD. You can watch it. Awesome. Your other? Uh, the other one I want to recommend, I was actually shocked at how much I liked it. It's called Happy Death Day. It mm-hmm. is Horror Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. You told <laughs> me about this. But somewhere. it's really good. It's They it's, even mentioned does, Groundhog Day in it. It doesn't seem like it could possibly be good. It's really good. Good okay. like, like in the way that you found ginger dead man to be no funny. no good oh, like you thought stupid. that was good good like this is probably the best horror movie i've seen in a while and nothing oh, can wow. compare nothing is this on netflix no it's on vod right now and it's in theaters to so the original groundhog's day did you Classic. didn't you just make the very same claim about a different horror movie what last week or the week before that what that it was the best horror movie you've seen in a long time Maybe. I don't know. Is that the Christmas one? No, I don't think I've seen a good horror movie in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joe knows his horror. Maybe. I don't know. I, was, I, I actually just got caught them. up. 
I just got caught up on like the last 12 podcasts, so it might have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just remembering this is, everything. This is just one of the better ones. It's good. Huh. Okay. Uh, some stuff comes out of left field you won't see, and they add enough to like the Groundhog Day type of mythology that makes it different. It's not the same thing that's happening to Bill Murray. And then at the end, they actually go, so this is just like Groundhog Day? And it's pretty funny. So huh. Okay. I'm yeah. not convinced, but I guess I have to watch it myself. Yeah, it's it's cute. Joe it's not very not scary. A good seller. So I don't know if you guys are into like horror movies for the horror. Nope. But it's not very scary at all. Like and I know I'm not a good judge, but uh this really had like zero jump scares. Oh. Okay. It's more about it's actually more it's kind of funny. It's more along the lines of like a Tucker and Dale. Ooh. Yeah. I love Tucker and Dale. There's a, there's more comedy in it, and then <laughs> that's a good recommendation right there. Tucker the chick and Dale versus Evil. The chick who's getting killed over and over again is a big old fat B word. So you mm-hmm. kind of enjoy watching her get killed. Oh, but then you slowly <laughs> find out why she's so damaged, and you actually you start to root for her. So it's it's really good. Oh. Yeah. Has everyone seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Nope. What? what? Who said no? No. Angela and Matt. Adam, have you? Yeah, I've seen a couple times. Uh, you, like... Okay, emergency recommendation. Yes, emergency. <laughs> you That's your homework for this week because you are going to pee your pants laughing. It's great. It is hilarious. Like, Joe that had to twist good. my arm to watch this, and I love oh, yeah. this movie. I hate horror movies. I'll never watch them. It's one of her favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Alan Tudyk, so it's even better. Two dicks. I was so. just going to ask who stars in this. Two dicks movie? and uh, man, I can never remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he's great in everything. Okay. Everything he's in. He's a big dude. What's his name? I guess I'm looking it up. Hold on. <laughs> so is Joe? Because you guys suck. Tyler Labine. He's always great. Tyler Labine. Yes. Yep. He is I don't wonderful. Think I know who that is. You do I don't know think who there's it is. any other people you know in that, but it is great. Oh, there's probably a couple people you know. Wow, Sean of the Dead popped up, huh? Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. He is great. Yeah, he's movie. in some stuff. Oh yeah, he's in lots of stuff. He's always pretty good. Oh. And yeah. the poster does not even do it justice. It's, it's it's just really really funny. It was a it was a backwards take on horror, and I loved it. I really did love it. So, emergency recommendation. Now on to the real, okay. the real star of the show. Um, one of my favorite movies from all of 2017. Oh wait, wait a second. I was just gonna say you're forgetting something, I'm, Joe. I'm forgetting something. Do, 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 do you guys hear do, do, that in the do, do, earphones? Yeah. No, it is time for Santa's impression corner. That's right. Sorry. Okay, let's do it. Well, it's a really short one, too. Because I have a nasty cold. So you can't be doing Kermit voices? Hello. I do deep guy Oh, please do that. (laughs) Please do that the whole time. (laughs) Talk like this. Yes. I just talk randomly to where my voice can't. (laughs) Can you just do that for the rest of the day? That'd be great. I would like two tickets to Thor, please. Oh, I'm like on fire. I have this nasty cold that I must have picked up from school. She's soldiering through, though, guys. I am fevering it up. So Yeah, Rachel is too right now. Ugh. 
it's that season. I Kids think. are disgusting, and they want wipe their yeah. snotty hands all over everything. And then you get it. Yeah, and then they want to hug Jeez. Oh, You're allowed to hug your students. Surprisingly, I don't hug weird. them full on, like chest to chest. Whoa. I hug them sideways. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I have students that run down the hallway to hug me. Quit bragging about well, how good you are at your job. Now let's hear the I was impression. Just gonna say, that's because yeah. you're an awesome teacher, and I know because you taught me. Who are you? <laughs> okay, so here's my impression. Let's see if I can do this. Channel this. Oh, don't even try. Just get it. <laughs> just anyways, go ahead. Thanks, babe. My I eyes love are closed. Support. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's is a hula hand. Say because it's Rip sterile door. and I like the taste. Because <laughs> it's sterile and I like the taste. Perfect. That's my new ringtone for you. That's what it's going to do every time you text me from now on. Because Joe's nice. always telling me, find movies that everyone knows. And I was like, oh my gosh, he says this all the time. So, there you go. Everyone figured dodgeball. it out, right? It's dodgeball, yeah. Nice short Patches of hula hand. Dive, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. And dodge. You said dodge twice. <laughs> if you could dodge yep. a wrench. Another movie with ball. Justin dodge Long ball. in it. Yeah, look at yeah, that. Another movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a JP in there, too. Mm-hmm. And Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, Adam, uh, do what you can to watch the movie Brawl and Cell Block 99. Brawl and Cell Block 99. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, I recommended it last week. It's from the same writer-director as Bone Tomahawk. Oh, okay. So I think that's enough <laughs> for you to watch it. Right. But mm-hmm. it also stars Vince Vaughn. Sweet. In a purely dramatic role. Wow. So. That's yeah. cool. So there you go. Another emergency recommendation, but on to Baby Driver. Woo! So we're going to do our game. No peeking, Shannon. I'm not looking. Okay. Rotten Tomato score. Ooh, it's got to be high. Uh, 97. 97. Ooh. Uh, 78. 78. Matt? I'm going to drop it to 73. 93. 93%, Shannon? 95. Matt is the winner by dead-on guess of 93%. Wow. Wow. Deserves every single bit of it. It does. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Now it had a budget of thirty-four million dollars. Okay. Really? Yes. Oh. That's not bad. Some cars. Yeah. Edgar Wright is not a huge budget filmmaker, so that makes sense. Thirty-four million. Uh, how much do you think it grossed worldwide? Worldwide oh. box office alone. Bafobio. Yep. Um, Three twenty-one. I'm gonna go with. 276. 276. Matt, did you guess? No, I'm thinking. What did Adam say? 321? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will go with 307. We're talking about how much it grossed? Mm-hmm. Can it gross a million? It can, what? yeah. Well, <laughs> my, just to be clear, I believe all of oh. our we, numbers yeah. were you mean, in we mean a million or a billion? We, I don't know. <laughs> We lost $33 million. <laughs> <in this show. laughs> it no, grossed... I guess I missed the first part because Oliver was talking to me. I'm it so grossed $227 million, guys. Oh, wow. Nice. Which I think uh, is his most successful uh, movie. What, what wow, was it? That means Shannon won with a million. Yeah, she won with a million. She <laughs> priced <laughs> it right <laughs> <laughs> We 
got to change this price right crap. <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, what I'm thinking, this movie came out in July, right? Because yeah. we went and saw it for our anniversary, so I'm thinking it's still making money. No, it's not in theater anymore. Oh, because you're talking about box office. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's probably making some money off of Blu-ray, but it's uh, to me this seems a little low, depending, you know, looking at the quality of the film. But then mm-hmm. there's the aspect of this movie that if you're not into it, you're probably not going to like it. So that's what we're going to discuss right now. Uh, so if you, from the very first scene of the movie, if you aren't on board with the music timing up to all the movement in the movie, in the very beginning, you probably aren't going to be on board with this movie and it's going to annoy you. So where did everybody sit on that? Loved it. I liked it. I, I liked how they put like the words to the song in the opening sequence. Like the, the words were spray painted on the walls. <laughs> yeah, and that stuff was like a that. lot of fun. And you were looking for him. Yeah, for the next one. So line. can you imagine the amount of rehearsal and work it took? I remember watching an interview uh, that Ans- Ansel... Ansel Elgort? You... And he said that there was a lot of takes, you remember, to make sure it got right. Well, they had like four supervisors on set to make sure it all synced up. And so can I can tell. only imagine shooting this because... You know, not only do you have to act exactly how they want you, but you have to be right on beat. Yeah, talk about hitting your marks. So Yeah, I wonder how many times they had to run over Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just the once. I mean, <laughs> Although you could tell. Do you think that's you anybody's like uh screensaver right now? Probably. I hope not. Well, with everything going on well, with Kevin Spacey. The with What's him, going yeah. on with Kevin Spacey? Uh, he's, Google life. He's a little rapey, I guess. Something what? with House of Cards. Dudes? Yeah. Mm, bummer. Yeah, he got himself a uh, little pedophile back in the day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, Hi. well, you know. Okay, let's move forward. I don't want to think about it. Huh. Well, so now I'm going to have to research it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, if he did it, he did it. You know, whatever. He's a piece of crap. So I was telling Joel, I love car chase movies. And so that was like his sell to me when we went to watch this the first time when it came out in theaters. And he's like, but it's with music. And I was like, huh? Um, You'll see. But (laughs) it was just fabulous. It makes me just want to repeatedly watch the movie. Um, And then you remember how much gore is in it. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty bloody. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, kids, you can come watch this. And we're like, wait, no, 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 go, go, go away. The gore doesn't bother me as much as the language. Yeah, because Jamie Foxx really... He's a bad man in this movie. <laughs> so yeah, he gets his come up and yeah. yeah, he's he's a false villain, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um so let's right at the beginning. He's in the Red WRX Impreza. Woo-hoo. The stunt driving in this movie is second to none. I can't think of a it movie is, in recent years that is this good. It's really good. It's super, super good. Um I I watched uh, or I found a video on YouTube that was just the first. It was the first six minutes of the movie. Okay. And I watched it last night with my husband because we we hadn't even seen a trailer for this movie up to this point. So oh, wow. like, I was trying I was trying to see if he wanted to watch it with me or if I should just watch it by myself. So I find this video and we start watching the first six minutes and it it blew me away and we were both in. I'm like, yeah, all right, right, let's watch this movie. It was hard for me to take notes in the first six minutes. Right. I'm like, my, so I don't think like, I blinked. My eyes hurt because I was just like glued to the screen. Yeah, I was right. hooked. I was excited. 
the people inside that car were just as excited. Like, they didn't look terrified. <laughs> no, how could they, you be, you know, like, the whole time they're just, like, they're looking at each other like, oh, my gosh, this kid's doing it. Right? You know, it's this great. is happening. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun to watch this level of stunt driving. And it's all and, in camera. That's the thing. Like, right. There's no special Furious. effects. There's no right. CGI. It's it's all a dude behind no, the wheel of a car. Some dude flying out the window, grabbing a chick and landing in another right. car. Well, even that though, like in Fast and right. the Furious, nine out of the ten shots of them driving in a car are CG. Right. You know the stunts aren't performed on set. They're all and done in a computer it, somewhere. And it shows. You know, I mean, yeah the the things that they do during these chases aren't over. You know, they're not crazy you know exploded they're not no they're not like oh my gosh i can't believe this is happening right because it's believable it's believable that it's happening because it actually is happening well the other thing that's hilarious too about the fast and the furious movies is they're constantly talking to each other and they're not in the same car right and they hear each other right Right. that's impossible so So, but then like this this car stunt is completely silent like no one's saying anything Uh Right. Which is great. It's just the music. The music's driving you. And how did you guys like the 180 to the 180? Oh, my gosh. In the alley between, like, the garbage garbage truck truck. and stuff. That is so awesome. That was amazing. Because he just goes 180 one way, then he goes 180 back the other way. That's the same way he came. It's pretty great. (laughs) I I love how... When they first get you know come out of the bank, like he's getting ready, you know he's timing it out or whatever. Yeah. You can you watch him put it in reverse. Although, I imagine a lot of kids today or you know young people don't recognize that it's reverse because they've never seen a stick shift in their life. But, right. You know, so he puts it in reverse, and the guy, you know, he's Jamie like, Fox. "Let's go!" and points or no, forward. No, it isn't Jamie Fox. Who is it? And John Berthall one- or whatever his name is. Yeah, Berthall. Yeah. Yeah. He points forward and, he, and they yeah. go backward. <laughs> right. And he and the look on his face is like, huh? What's Wait, happening? What? But, you know, they all make it out. It's all good. It's great. Because he's baby. B-A-B-Y baby. B-A-B-Y baby. B-A-B-Y. How'd you guys like how the move, how he ditched the cops? With the car uh, switch? The car switch. The car switch was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So simple. Yeah. So simple. They just... Drive into a parking garage, and they. Oh, I mean, when he goes under the bridge and switches cars. Oh, the 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 overpass. Yeah. Yeah. So they're driving a red car, and he sees two red cars. Yep. Driving down the highway, so he runs up and gets in the middle of them, and they go under an overpass, and he flips and reverses it, plays the little shell game real quick. And then uh, gets off the expressway, and the helicopters are still following the two. Yep. Uh, it, it, that my, was great. My cat wouldn't have fall for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the cops did. That's all that matters. And they do go do the switch card. Then he has to go get coffee. And do you think he's purposely looks like Han Solo, like his coat? I don't know. Uh, I didn't think his coat did look like Han Solo. I didn't put that together at all. Oh, I think he, it's on purpose, because he's like the pilot. He's... I think that's I mean, an, it's possible. I'm, Isn't Edgar Wright a very large Star Wars fan? I would assume so. Large. Yeah, so that would make sense. Anyone else make that connection or just me? Am I am I out on a lonely I think you're by limb? yourself on that one. 
Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, look at his jacket. It it's got the. It looks yeah. like he's wearing a blue vest with long beige or whatever off white sleeves. It, and oh well. really, for the defense of us against Joe, didn't Han Solo we wear a trying, black vest? No, it's blue. We were trying to pay <laughs> attention to the movie, and there's so much to pay attention to. There but is. We weren't really looking at his clothes, honey. Okay, so it's just me. And I'm I'm sure the more you know because I will be watching this again. I'm sure the more I watch it, the uh, the more I'll pick up and things like that. Oh, there yeah, there's just tons of stuff everywhere. References to this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And so here's the part that Matt mentions because they drop off the car and he goes out to get coffee for everyone. And while he's getting coffee, the song's playing, and you see the words in the background. Right. On the t- uh, telephone poles, on the signs. It's not only words, but he walks past an instrument shop that has the saxophone, and that's playing. And then the song says duck, and he's ducking under two construction workers. It's really a work of art of the words, the background, and his actions that pull you into this movie. Yeah, right it's, it all everything means something. Everything that's on the screen has a like it it relates back to the song or you know, or I'm it's going to come back later. I'm going to pause everybody here for a second. Um like this like the opening scene was awesome, right? The car mm-hmm. chases with everything and when we first talked about this when you first said it Joe and you said the whole music the whole video was set to the movie is set to music. I'm like, "Oh man, that'll be cool," you know. And then the, the the chase happens, the robbery happens, the chase happens. I'm like, oh, neat, neat. And it was at this point that kind of started falling apart for me a little bit. Like when the chase was done. Okay. Um, and like he's walking through, he's getting coffee. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Do you think there's a way? Because you can tell it's so deliberately done. It's the way the movie was made, mm-hmm. right? Do you think there's a way they could have done it? where it was non-deliberate but still achieved? No, I think that that's part of the mechanism is that you know it's deliberate. Right, so, so at a certain and time, I, you know that you're looking at, you know, you like after the chase is over, right? By that time, right. you should know what you're looking at. So now you can appreciate yeah. it on a different level. Like, okay, I'm going to watch this yeah. whole thing and make sure it all syncs up. And then it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I found I found a lot of like this is a scene where everything started getting a little choppy for me, like uh, um, small things like the people that were walking and the people he's walking by, the people that come out of the building, you can see they're paused until they just come right into shot and then they unpause and they start flowing, and you could tell it's time so much that there's off moments with the background characters and other things happening. I don't know if you guys picked up on that or not. No, I liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I picked up on it. Right, right. And so, but I think I only went into it because Joe told us that all the whole music, the whole things. So I was purposely trying to find everything in the shot set to music. And then finding these little tiny things that were like stills. And then you could tell like, uh, hey, here, your, your cue's coming in. So you have to go with the beat. And you could tell they're like kind of waiting on the next beat to move. And it just started driving me nuts at this point. <laughs> so anyway. Gotcha. But, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of musicals, so yeah, that type too. of behavior is is completely Right. It's what, a conceit. I, it's not I'm something nerd. people would I'm do in, in real life. 
Right, but I mean, I guess that that type of behavior is something that I would expect to see right. in something like this, and something that's uh, you know set to music. So I guess yeah. like my brain just glossed right over it because that's yeah. what I expected to see. see and it, it wasn't bad by any sense. I was just looking for it so much. I was so aware now. I'm like looking at everything, and I enjoyed the movie. But I'm like now I'm just watching for everything on beat, <laughs> and I'm like it was almost just. That was almost exhausting as it was exciting watching everything else. <laughs> right. So even sorry, the, go even ahead. when they're riding in the elevator after the, like the whole meeting, the elevator music syncs up to what they're doing. Right. So I mean they've they've done a really good job here. But like uh we get we get a look at the the cast, of course. You get Kevin Rapey and uh the other people of the, the gang. People. John Ham. John Ham is so good in this movie. He is so good, buddy. I I don't. I'm not familiar with John Ham. I mean, Are obviously you I'm familiar with him. I, obviously, I'm familiar with him. I know okay. who he is. I know what he's been in, but I've never actually seen anything that he's been in. Okay. I never watched Mad Men, and you know, I, I never saw honestly, the town. Or I mean, I I, I saw the town. I know that I sat down to watch the town. But I honestly cannot think, like, anytime somebody starts talking about the town, I'm like, I don't think we watched the same movie. Like, I, I don't I don't know if I watched this movie. Like, gotcha. I know I put it on, but I must not have watched it. Oh, well, he's the main really FBI anything. dude in that movie. But yeah, he goes from the, the only guy on baby's side oh. to scary, scary man so well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, right? Psychopath. He is frightening in this movie. But he warns, you know, he warns you, or she, she his, warns you, yeah. his darling, his right. darling warns you that Lily Jane, this no, no, it's not her, not... there's uh, Elsa Gonzalez, darling. Yeah. Lily Jane. Yeah, she Deborah. warns you that he is not one to be after with, that he yeah. will, he will just murder you. And yeah, everything and you the whole thing about. is you think Jamie Foxx is going to be his foil. Right. But he, yeah. right. he's there's, not. There's nope. Jamie Foxx up as the nemesis. Yeah. When you get, you first think, you know, John Bernthal's got an issue with him. Right. But then that changes up. Right. Although this guy, that guy, <laughs> in, the, in the first scene where they're all sitting around, they're, you know, Kevin Rapey is counting out the money or whatever right. and talking about stuff and, and, uh, dudes, you know, making fun of baby or whatever. And right. I'm just like, you know, he's like, is he retarded? By the end of that scene, I'm like, is that guy retarded? <laughs> like, what is wrong with this dude? Yeah. Well, he's just a bad guy. And he, Jamie Foxx pretty much comes in and plays the same character. Right. You know, right. For the next time. And I think that's the setup to make uh, John Hamm look like the, you know, the one. That's the thing. It's a misdirect. Right. And exactly. And that's what Baby's best at doing is misdirecting. And he gets misdirected. Right. So it's it all relates. Well, this movie does something wonderful that Joe talks about a lot is there's a lot of show don't tell. Oh yeah. There, yes. there well, is no retarded exposition, you know, that cuz Baby doesn't talking talk about this or right. And anytime it's, he does talk, he's only repeating something else that was already said. Uh except when he's talking to Deborah. Deborah. Right. Yeah. All he does is parrot in this movie. It made me wonder, like, is he autistic? No. You know? I mean, he, I feel like he I probably, 
I feel like he probably should have behaved as though he was autistic, even if he wasn't. You know, you he doesn't hear well and he doesn't speak to anybody. So he's got to be super socially awkward. You know, I, I felt like he was baby was actually way too smooth <laughs> when it came to Deborah. Oh, yeah. He had some serious game. So that makes me serious. Think he game. wasn't autistic at all. He no, was he, that's the thing is like clever. Well, he has almost got perfect recall because he repeats things like verbatim. Which right. makes one scene in this movie uneasy for me. When he was told to go into the bank and what do they call that? The post office. Case it. Case it, yeah. The and post so office. He can't, or he is confused. Maybe it's because he's being pulled back in. And I know he didn't have his headphones in, so he couldn't focus. Uh huh. Right. So, not to mention, it's not something that he normally does or anything he even wanted to be doing. Well, you could see him get uncomfortable as the ringing, because when he doesn't have his music in, they actually play the ringing on the soundtrack. In his ear. So right. you could see him get more and more uncomfortable as it intensified. Gotcha. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Luckily, yeah. luckily, he had uh, Kevin Rapey's nephew with him. Yeah, who that was obviously expert. is involved in all of his. He's a little shyster himself. Schemes. Yeah, they must be a family of criminals. Right. <laughs> Which I thought that moment was cute. <laughs> he's just like, he's looking down. He's got, a, what, was, what was that, like a PSP or something? And he's yeah. looking down at it. And all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, there's 10 cameras, eight, one armed guard, you know, eight employees, 11 customers. Yep. Or, you know, what? he just rattles it off and without even looking up and. It was great. But we She's also... Like, I have a mint with your name on it. He's like... You, you have, have a mint that says, that says Sam. Sam. <laughs> Man, that's like a pure sassy kid. He sounded just like right. Kevin Spacey when he said it, too. So he's like... Yeah. Obviously, the influence is there. Right. So, Baby's primary relationship uh, that you get to see him, you know, not be afraid in is the relationship with his foster dad. And his foster dad is uh, deaf. So they speak yes. in sign language to each other. And I thought it was adorable. Yes. It was. It was very... I, I did not feel like they told you that it was his foster father. Yeah. You'll hear about it later. Though. Oh, early enough, right? Yeah, I, I didn't... Not early enough. Like, at first, I'm like, so Man. who is this guy? I mean, it's clearly not his grandpa. It's not... Hmm? Well, you you learn about it what later. So, I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I only know it's his foster dad because... I've seen the movie. <laughs> right, right. So then, you know, when when you do find out later, it's kind of like, oh, I get it now. But I wanted to get it. I didn't want to be confused about that. I was upset about that. And then you see him make his little songs and you see all the tapes and you go, OK, this dude's been on a lot of jobs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so now you get like a, a, I don't know, a scale of like. How long he's been doing this? So it makes me right. really wonder. Underneath the floor, shouldn't there be more money? It doesn't look like. I mean, yeah, I spend some of it. Right, I imagine well, I he's spending it to keep them afloat. I didn't see flow. the tapes as. I didn't see the tape as uh, the tapes as how many jobs he's done. I just saw it as his like disposition to to pair with music so much because of his mom. I looked so at it as jobs because they're all things like from a job. Like you see him just make one tape from this thing, so I figured that you know they're probably one per job. And this is where we get mm. the cut of baby's life story, like the backstory of. You see, like a tiny little bit of it because he right. sees the tape that says "mom." 
Yep. And you see right. Mom so you see that his mom him. was a battered wife, and right. At this point, she you has... don't see that. You just see no. You them just see them in the car accident. In the car and the accident I I inferred. Yeah. I inferred that yeah, by the that's level pretty of intensity and the argument that they were having while right. in the car. You also get to see all of his iPods. Anybody wondering about why he has so many iPods? Yeah. Uh, well, the, the the one iPod that's broken was the first iPod mm-hmm. that his mother gave him. And I imagine he's he gets them from the cars that he boosts. That is correct. So all the times he's boosted cars, he's taken the iPods. Right, so and like he's that never pink changed the music one, and so like all of his music now pretty much comes from those needs. iPods. Right, you know, different iPods for different days, different moods. Well, as you know, the pink sparkly mood <laughs> makes me wonder whose car he stole to get that one. Some poor girls. Paris. Wonder what Kevin Spacey uh, so had on I was his iPod. Say, she's she's not a poor girl. She's a poor rich girl. Right. Uh, then we go back and we get the new crew with uh, Jamie Foxx and Flea and random Asian dude. Yes. Jason was so excited when he saw Flea. Yeah, Flea. Is this the guy that has the tattoo of hat on his Yeah, hat. Who doesn't like hats? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like that It used to say hate, but I took the E off so I'd have a better better employment opportunities. Oh, that, that work for you? For well, and then yeah, how's that working like for hats? you is something he's parroting from what he saw on the TV earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and this is where we get all of the baby backstory. He robbed from Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey's put backs. him to work. Right. It's pretty good. Yes. A la uh, The Rundown. The Rundown? Or not The Rundown. Not The Rundown. Walking Tall. A la Walking Tall. Walking Tall. And then, so I chuckled quite loudly at the Michael Myers thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny. So the plan was to get Michael Myers mask from the movie Halloween and was it the Asian dude? Yeah, the Asian mm-hmm. dude. Bought it was the Asian dude, the the Asian dude yeah. The hat man. He bought the mask and they were Austin Powers mask. <laughs> Michael like, Myers. This is Michael Myers. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you Michael Jason. Myers from the Halloween movie. Oh, you mean Jason? <laughs> <laughs> no, like the Halloween mask. This is a Halloween mask. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I guess Love if you it. want to be super hilarious about it, the Halloween mask, the one that Michael Myers wears, is William Shatner. Painted white. What? Oh, Seriously? please. You're yeah. unaware of this? Yeah. yeah. I am unaware of this. Yeah, they just took a, a Captain Kirk mask and painted it white. No way. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's funny. There you go. I didn't even realize. Boom, 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 boom. The more you know. The more you know. Uh, The second car chase is not a disappointment. No. This time we get a a soldier boy trying to stop them who has an MP5 in his truck. (laughs) Right. Like, I I completely missed the Marines sticker on his car or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just like, why? Who is this guy, and why does he have so many guns? That's and, what I thought. I'm like, how and many Jason, guns is he gonna pull out of his truck? Yeah, this didn't. Jason this pointed time. out he's like he he had a Marine sticker, so he's probably a soldier. And I'm like, oh, and you saw him okay. when they pulled up. You saw him gauge them immediately. Looking he knew, up, he knew right. what was going on. He knew exactly what was happening. Uh, that whole thing, kind of, yeah, that was just I don't know. 
I didn't like the MP5. I don't know why he would have a fully automatic weapon. Just in sitting his, in his backseat waiting for a Maybe he would. I, you know, that's a conceit I'm willing to make. It is Atlanta. <laughs> right. He could very well. <laughs> Never know. It is the South. So people have their guns yeah. down here. Well, it's, right. it was saying in some of the trivia on IMDb that all the shots, when they shot the gun... It all matched up with the music. Yeah, it's, it was a point in the music. And that's the part that I wished I would have paid more attention to because I was so into the movie. Well, it's I, way more obvious in the later shootout with John Hamm. And the cops. Yeah. The pigs. And they're going they boom, boom, use, boom. Yeah. They had to use an MP5 because it's the only machine gun that has a 167 beat per minute rhythm, so... What? <laughs> Is that is that fact, or are you just making that up, Adam? I'm, I'm making that crap up. Okay, <laughs> that sounded legit. But there's probably something like that, Adam. Honestly, it probably is. I wouldn't be surprised if they're that meticulous in the whole music track to find the one gun that would be at the rhythm of the song. And they're like, "Well, it's an MP5. It's unrealistic, but it's uh, musically correct. So let's right, do it." Right, because it's going to like a boom. Boom in the drums. So, right, right. What did you find, Shannon? It, yeah. Well, sorry. You know me. I'm. You guys are talking. Which Matt? We haven't heard from you. Are you okay over there? I was talking. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. What did you think of that second car chase, Matt? It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Solid gold from the Matt man. Yeah, I don't know if he like. I guess he purposely uh, like veers the truck away from the other truck so that the guy can't shoot right the guy yeah. right yeah because so. he re- you know baby doesn't he hates that people are dying you know he's, he hates right. doing he's, doing. Doing. he's right. sucked into a world he doesn't want to be in right and, and this guy you know soldier boy is just a you know an innocent dude just well, yeah, trying well, to do what's right the first crew with ham and uh the girl and bernthal they didn't kill anybody so right. they're they're not sloppy. And the thing about Bats is he's sloppy. He yeah. just he's in it for the right. violence. You know, it's just part of his personality. He's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was that was another thing. You know, they shot and killed one of the one of the guards for their armored truck and like baby sees him laying on the ground and he's just he gets really upset about it just right. as they're getting yeah. into the car. Well, it's baby's thing is he can get them out of there without hurting anybody. So Right. They just got to trust him, which I think, which I think is a huge part of what Ham and the other and the girl. Um, they do trust him. They, they trust him. They know all about him. They've obviously worked with him a bunch. Yeah. Right. So. And they, but this is the first time that Fox has worked with him. Right. So and it was obviously the first time Burnthal worked with him too. Yeah. Right. So Don- which will go against Kevin Spacey's thing of he never uses the same crew twice. He never uses the same complete crew True. twice. Right. right, so you'll never uses... see John Hamm, Bernthal, and Baby again. Except right. Buddy and the chick always work together. Correct. They always work together because they're husband they're and wife, a couple, right? So to speak. No, they're literally married. They they say that they're married, but they have different last names. So yeah, I don't know. And it makes it's twenty seventeen. Get over it. That bad. I'm just saying. Really, it's much more likely know. that they're not legally married that they're oh, just somebody no, reminds we're gonna go get married again married. he actually again yes yeah, yeah. okay well, so somebody remind me anyway. in this in this car chase there's baby there's bats there's jd who's the other one random Flea. agent guy. Flea. oh yeah flea 
Which brings me to the my... guy who says he's like, I used to be no nos or something, or yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, gotcha. Needles, needles from Back to the Future. Because Doc, and then we have um, Doc Flea. What are you talking about? Griff. All those names reminded me of Back to the Future. Griff was the guy in the first car chase because he was picking on him after. Remember, he was picking on him and he kept his name was off Griff. His... Yeah, that was his name, and he would knock his sunglasses off. And then, and then he, had, he had like 17 pairs of sunglasses in his coat. His name was right. Griff. We just had Flea. We have Doc. Those are all Back to the Future references. I guess. No? Oh. Yeah. I, I think you're reaching, but that's fine. I think, okay, oh, Han yeah. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. His coat didn't look exactly like Han Solo. You're right. Minor character names. Mine is closer. coat is black, dude. No, it's not. It's blue, but that's okay. Are you questioning my Han Solo knowledge? Burn. Is it the darkest shade of blue ever? Because it looks black. It's like royal blue. It's not royal blue. It's either royal blue. almost black or black. It, it, it's not. Okay. You're all retarded. What? Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, it's blue. Anyways. Oh, he has to Google it. Yeah, I Googled it. Okay, so where are we at in the movie? You colorblind? Maybe. Uh, we're we're at so baby's out. He's done with his debt to Kevin Spacey, so he's gonna go get in her pants. Uh huh. What? He wants to go get with Deborah. And I think Deborah and Baby are super cute together. Oh, they are. I heard that they tried to put they a star are. in this movie, and I'm so glad she did La La Land because this actress did a great job. Oh, they are super charming. Not to say they Emma Stone really great have done chemistry, a great job, but yeah, Emma Stone would have been fine. But I, I like that this is her, you know who it is. I think it worked out just fine. She seems innocent and sweet. <laughs> they're just they're both really charming, you know. And then he goes and becomes a pizza delivery guy, which is perfect for him because he gets to drive and listen to tunes all day. <laughs> I like oh the guy. my that gosh! Was fast. For, what, right? Or, I know. <laughs> you delivers must be the fast. first pizza. <laughs> Oh boy! So it then was... uh, he takes Deborah out on a date to a sweet, fancy restaurant, which he also just stole that from line. a conversation that uh, John Hamm and his girl had. Right, the finest best wine and done in Jinx. Right. Jinx again. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they spoke to each other at all throughout the entire meal, though. So. No, but he has got some serious game going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they were. They were eye-effing each other like sure. crazy. They're falling in love. Yeah, it was super cute. Just like that. And then Kevin Spacey's he's still, there. He's still way it. smoother than he has any right to be, though. Yeah. Well. But if he's a guy who <laughs> delivers basically what he sees, he's just parroting something that... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, or yeah, there's the other aspect of it that... She's like the one person besides uh, Foster Dad that he can be like completely himself around, and that's so freeing for him. I don't know, but he makes me wish I was autistic. <laughs> <laughs> On the spectrum, baby. Bless you. So, Spacey comes back to reel him back in, and you realize that with crime, you're never out. Yeah, straight doesn't right. mean done. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, I kind of had that feeling the first time he said it. I'm like, great. He's not done with you, baby. Well, yeah, he's like, oh, so I'm I'm done? He goes, no, we're square. 
This is the right. point where I realize that Kevin Spacey is a really bad man in this movie. Like, not only does he put these jobs together, but he has pull all over the city. Well, right, but you also... He's just a, another misdirect. He's not the villain of the movie. Well, right. right. He's he's not really a, a bad man. He's just a criminal. He's, right. he's a criminal. Right, but he's put in this or position of, or whatever. of abusing baby, it seems like, as a misdirect to who the real villain is going to end up being. Yeah. And, right. of course, we don't like the fact that he's using him. At least well, I it, hope no it one gets does. us to the end of the movie, so here we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> This is where we get the whole nephew in the post office thing, and yep. that's super cute. And then uh, he he's really friendly with the lady in the post office, which kind of ruins everything. Right. That's the the one piece, right, that cracks everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And John Hamm, man, I just I wrote down John Hamm is so good in this movie. I mean, it's true. He's Baby's only friend. He's his only thing to rely on in this criminal world until he isn't. Right. Yep. But we needed- Although let me back let me back up a second. I just remembered a super cute comment from the kid when he's like talking about the teller. He's like, "Yeah, she probably don't even need to give guns. You could probably just ask her nice or something." She'll give you all the large bills first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Cute was precocious. And then the shootout scene set to tequila was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. When they're uh, killing all the pigs. Oh, okay, back yeah. up. Yeah, so, you know what kind of bugged me though was that like John Hamm went along with it when he he doesn't yes. like he doesn't like uh, bats bats. So why didn't he just be like no because, this fucker fucked up because that would have made them all dead. Right, you don't obviously rat. afraid. You saw of what duck. happened to to JD, right? Yeah, right. He, and he and all he did was leave a shotgun behind. Right, and so and the- Kevin Spacey killed or they killed all of Kevin Spacey's police contacts in one go. <laughs> They would have all been dead. Yeah. The one guy Jamie Foxx freaked out and was like, oh, they're cops, they're cops. Right. And Kevin that's Spacey's a great... like, yeah, I knew they were cops. They were my cops. They were my cops. <laughs> Go ahead, Shannon. That's okay. That's what makes this movie wonderful in my you know, view because I hate when movies tell me things. I like to pick it up on my own. I like to imagine what is Doc going to do if they actually do lie. And so I kind of foresee right. that happening. Oh, yeah, they're dead. And so, even though it upset me, I knew it was going to happen. Because I was afraid of Doc. What would Doc do to me if... But this is where you get Jamie Foxx's true colors. He's in it for the mayhem. Yeah. You know? Right. Another... But what... he does save Baby's life. He does. You're right. He shoots that guy that's coming after him. Win the pigs. And, and this he... is probably where you get the first inkling that, I don't know, Baby is a superhero. <laughs> you'll see later when he's um, doing parkour but I was like, gonna say, dude kills some parkour i did anybody research on whether or not it was that was a stunt double or that kid because yep. look i can see ansel egor in almost every frame so i mean right i i couldn't i couldn't see the telltale signs of a stunt double but i'm like no way this kid just happens to be able to do this crazy parkour i mean well, he, can, part of the audition? he can sing he can dance mm-hmm. he can drive and he can do parkour did he do his own driving in this movie no no oh, he wanted okay. to he did some of it interview. obviously like i'm pretty he sure won. he did the power he burnout won. where he did the the 90 degree turn without moving when he gave the oh, ladies purse the, back in the purple car. Yeah, yeah, I think they let him do that, which is a pretty sweet move. <laughs> it was yeah. a pretty sweet but move. There's some extensive uh, 
technical driving courses. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know if he's Nicolas Cage level good, but he's probably pretty good by now. Nice. The studio actually pressured Edgar Wright to cut the foot chase scene, according to IMDb, because they were afraid it was going to go over budget. But they were saying that Ansel Edgar was trained in ballet and other dance, making oh, okay. parkour the to be parkour easy makes, for him. He's right, on the parkour feet. makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So all par all parkour is is really is understanding your body and and the general kinetics of sure. Oh, well, thanks for that lesson, Angela. So the scene well, in I the diner. That's why I can't do it. <laughs> the scene in the diner. Sorry, scene that in the diner was tense. It was tense. Which which and the tension never really lets back battle. up for the rest of the movie. No. no, you're on the edge of your seat the whole rest of the movie. It gets ramped up to 11, and it kind of stays there as everything kind of falls apart, puts together, comes apart, puts together. It's pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, Bats decides that he just, he's got to eat, and he sees a diner, and it's Debbie's diner. Right. And Baby's like, no, we're not going there. I don't like that place. It sucks. But he loses, and they go anyway. Oh, yeah. So he's obviously freaking out because he doesn't want these criminals to know that his you know that the waitress is his girlfriend or whatever he doesn't want to put he doesn't want his other life to spill into the life he wants right so he's incredibly uncomfortable and because we love baby we're incredibly uncomfortable oh yeah but this is when you find out from buddy's girl which what is her name Darling. 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 Well, Nicole, he, right? <laughs> Monica. Really, Monica. Monica and Monica, Monica, yeah. She really tells us that John Hamm's character is really crazy. And then you don't, you're not quite sure if you believe it. Well, because Jamie Foxx starts clapping immediately. <laughs> but then you see I it, it later. I, I believed it, though. Like, just the look on his face the whole time she's talking, I'm like... Really? Yeah. I, I can't take I believe it. Well, we've also, we've also got some background, too, on Ham that he's not just a gun. He's a former wheelman, like Baby. Right. So they're setting up this battle of equals shootout kind of later in the movie. Right. Gotcha. And now we're, now we're getting set up that if you want someone just like Bats, maybe even worse, you know, just piss John Ham off. <laughs> Did right. you get the feeling right here in the movie that Bass was trying to call off this job? Because he's like creating a mess with the pigs. He was going to shoot no, up the he, diner. He it's like Joe said, he's, he's in it for the mayhem. Yeah, he's a tornado. He just he's, loves, right. He, he wants to watch the world burn. Chaos right. and death. Right, but wouldn't that totally mess up their gig? No, because he's the guy who after Kevin Spacey's like it's off, he pushes, pushes, pushes for them to keep going. Because he, he's in it for the ride. Gotcha. Right. But it just... And like, he, if he is shot going up to die. Diner, the cops would have, you know, then been trying to trace him, and it would have been easier and made it harder for Baby to get them free. You know what I mean? It just seemed like I hated the fact that he was that crazy. He's just a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Right. Like he says, "Oh, you you rob so you can have a drug habit. I have a drug habit so I can rob." Right. You know, he um, is I, only in it for the adrenaline. And he oh. has already committed to the idea that he is going to die by cop some at some point. Well, that's doesn't. his life. Where <laughs> but in the that's... movie is it that they mention Barbara Streisand and the oh when they're talking about tinnitus and uh, yeah, Bat says, 
I don't know Barbara Streisand, but I I read that they're actually friends. Probably. So, which is crazy. I, I guess Barbara Streisand did a whole album of people with like random people singing with her. He probably sang with her. So Jamie I Fox. thought that was a kind of a cute. He has a beautiful voice. Yes, he does. Sue. Sue, yeah. Sue, two, two, whatever. Are you Spanish? Anyways, I'm not Spanish. <laughs> okay, so we I leave thought the it diner. Was the soundboard. We get back and the tensions are high. The tensions are high. The tensions are high. So and, uh, <laughs> at this point, Doc really doesn't have control over the gigs or not. It seems it seems like the the crew. Well, is no, he has, he could still call it off even if they all said or whatever. But he's also wants all that money. Well, of course, right. they're looking at two hundred fifty mil per box of money orders, and they had boxes. Although to be, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of money orders they have in Atlanta, but here in Michigan. You can only write a money order for five hundred bucks, not a thousand. No. So cut that money, cut that amount in half. I don't think anybody ends up getting the money orders in the end, so who cares? <laughs> Which is a good little just uh, tidbit there, because this movie was actually filmed in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So that's where it takes place. Yep. Well, they shut down all the streets of Atlanta for all the car chases. Oh yeah. So barely any of the scenes were CG. They did it. There all. was none. Yeah. Which is great. Made the movie even better. That's awesome. Yeah, right? so they go do the Did post office job, location? and this is where it all falls apart because he waves off the the cashier lady. Right, yeah. he just kind of nods at her, or he shakes his she head. She says that no, no, and she goes and grabs a cop, <laughs> and then uh, Jamie Foxx runs out and kills the cop, which pisses off Baby, so he kills him by rebar. Yep, turns off. Oh I my gosh! I did not off the you did? I, saw I did not coming. see that coming. Oh. I was like, oh. When they pulled up to that place before they got out, I was like, yep, that rebar is going to come back into play. Oh, right, yeah. Right. And it was just on know, Jamie Foxx's side sure of the car. That, right. right. I didn't know for sure that it was going to go through Jamie Foxx's neck, but they focused on it quite a bit. So you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Turns off the the passenger side airbag and just slams right into the truck. And Jamie Foxx is dead. Yeah. Bye, so then you're like, okay, well, he, if he's not the villain, who is? Right. And then here's the point where you know that Baby just makes a complete 360. Like, he is circling. 360, so he's going back the same direction he came? No, but he is turned completely around. <laughs> so I don't 180. Know if this is who exactly. Whatever. <laughs> I thought you liked talk. math, Shannon. Go, go ahead. Well, to me, if I'm spinning in a circle, I'm dizzy and confused. And I think he's confused because he doesn't know exactly what he wants to do and that he is running for his life. And here is where he smashes the car. He doesn't have a car. He's running for his life. He even runs away from He's been running for his life since the middle of the night. Before they started the job, his life's in jeopardy. He knows he's going to end up in a trunk just like JD when this is all over. But right. at this point, I was made to believe he didn't plan that. This was just all no. like, eh. no, he's he he's super smart though. He's able to take you know these opportunities and make the best of them. Right, and and he does know what he wants. He's just you yeah, know he wants doesn't know how to get it. He, mm-hmm. He's just making it up as he goes along as to you know how to how to get it. Which you and can he tell that's how he for... that's what he does when he drives. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, he had it for, like, an hour and a half or however long he was asleep. Right. And this is where he finds the lady in the purple car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, who owns purple cars is great. And he's so sweet. He returns her purse. But right. before he does that, he has to find the perfect song because he cannot. Well, he has going. to find a song. Yeah. No, no. He could have found any song. But he went through the whole radio. Well, trying uh, to find one that was worthy. Exactly. One that he knew. Because right. he can't drive to country or <laughs> anything. Well, crazy. no. He has to find songs he knows. He knows the beats to. So I, I appreciate because that. Because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't hear, so he feels the music. Or he I doesn't guess hear feeling well. country just doesn't work. Right. Yeah, you, there's not a lot of not a lot of get up and go to country. Not a lot of bass in country. Right. The foot chase was great though. I liked the parkour. I liked the. It was so good when it, and, and it starts out immediately. You know, as soon as he takes off, he's just like goes boom, from boom, boom. A, an elevated surface onto like tables and it and it just oh my gosh. Yeah, and then he steals that piece of it's, crap car and runs into John Hamm. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then they get out, and old uh, old homegirl gets shot Darlin. to death. Yeah. Yeah. Darlin dies. And then you see John Hamm break inside. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And then he starts firing at baby, and you realize, okay, this guy's probably going to be the villain. Yep. Well, I didn't see him being the villain just yet. I just thought, oh, he's coming back. I just didn't know how. Right at this point, you know that it's Kevin Spacey. And it's John Hamm. They're they're both out, you know, to get baby at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized we forgot to mention that after he tried to sneak out to grab Deborah and leave, oh. they knocked him out and found all uh, his tapes. ransacked his apartment and brought right. his tapes in. So that's why everybody's all mad at him because he's been recording their conversations from all their jobs and right. And ironically, they play know. the tape. When Bat said that he's what is he crazy? Or he said no, it was Burnthal. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I was he retarded? Slow. Retarded oh, right. to slow. Yeah. Does he look slow to you? Yeah. Right. But then they played the Deborah tape, and I was like, of all the tapes to pick, really, that's the one you had to pick. And that right. made me angry when Doc plays Deborah's tape because now you know that she's in it, and you know that she well, has it's... no way out. They go, oh, wasn't the waitress's name Deborah? And it all connects now. So, and of course, it's spelled funny. So mm-hmm. there's hardly any denying it. And... Mm-hmm. So, but he does at this point in the movie, he does not know though what is up with his foster dad. No, he goes back. He has no to the idea. And gets him right, but at this point, he doesn't have any idea whether he's dead, alive. They just know anything. that he that they went there and they took his wheelchair. Right. Right, but I imagine he's thinking the worst. Right, were me, I well, especially with thinking, oh, Jamie awesome, Foxx. Dead, right? Yeah, he's crazy. He just shoots, kills people he for sees. less than that. So yeah. they, he goes and gets right? the, the foster dad, and he takes him to a retirement home and leaves him on the porch with a, a tape saying who he is and stuff. And then and he's stealthy. What man. he likes the helicopters. He there, likes he's peanut gone. butter. He likes peanut butter spread all the way to the edges. All the way to the edges. Aww. I think Lucy, when she was watching this, she was crying. She oh was, yeah, oh, that's it was so, so cute. Sweet. And then, like, I love, I love whoever the actor was that pe- that played Joe. That's his name, right? Yeah, the foster yeah. dad. He's mm-hmm. disgusted. He's like, I don't want your dirty money. He's like, I don't like what you do. But then, when Baby drives away, and the cops are like, "Don't move," he goes, "Good luck," because you know yeah. <laughs> he's a simultaneously proud. He's like, "You're not going to catch him." <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just found that. 
if it's up to him, you're not going to catch him. It's pretty great. There was a... I actually found that in IMDb, Joe, that they were looking for the character for Joe, and they actually picked this guy, and Ansel learned sign language just so they could interact with each other. Oh, so he really is, like, deaf? Yeah. Cool. Which is kind of cool, but I just came across... I can't believe I'm going to mention this. Let me see if I can find it again. She has diarrhea. No, here, I'm going to read it word for word because Joe's going to get a big boner over this. Ansel (laughs) Egor was the shortlist of characters play Han Solo in the upcoming Star Wars spinoff. And in most of the scenes of the movie, he's wearing a black jacket with white sleeves, similar to Han Solo's outfit. Yeah. Oh, a black jacket with white sleeves. Not blue. It's dark dark blue. It's black. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Whatever. Start blue. That's fine. So black. (laughs) Well, who is wearing a blue shirt? What color? Will you please Google what color is Han Solo? Anyways, so baby (laughs) directly in front of his face. (laughs) Baby goes to get Deborah, and John Hamm is there, scary as balls, with a gun in a newspaper. But baby ends up shooting him and leaves. So, yep. And he goes back he to Kevin Spacey. And he steals their cop car. And Kevin Spacey actually realizes it's not the villain. He likes baby. He's going to help him out. He gives him his tape he wants, and then he gives him a sack full of cash so that he can get out and be on the run. Which I didn't foresee baby shooting him. I don't know. You didn't see him shooting John Hamm. No, like I assume he didn't shoot him to kill him though either. That's I don't right. Think he he shot him to shoot high him in the beginning. shoulder. Oh no, he knows how. He knows how. So he, when he, he <laughs> when he steals that Mustang from those from those douchebags, <laughs> what I are they wearing? A Mustang. Oh, they're the, wearing douche charger. Oh, it was a charger. Yeah. So what? Do people vapors. dress like that? <laughs> right. Right I now, I mean, they were trying I mean, to paint a picture of these two dudes. You know, they had their mods. They were vaping. You know, they were douchebags oh man is that what people who uh vape wear (laughs) is that what i mean that's not that's not what jason wears (laughs) but i imagine there are vapors out there who is that their names now they're vapors can i at least get my phone no geez that's my signature i steal people's ipods they play some young mc yep oh man so yeah then he goes and meets spacey then there's the final scene in the parking garage which, this but, is the part where you realize that Spacey has a heart, because he's bananas. Like, I was in love once, <laughs> and he is actually trying to help Baby and right. Deborah escape. And then, this part in the movie, they're in the elevator, and Adam, yeah, says bananas. And Joe's like, something bad happens, doesn't it? I'm like, no. I and thought, then, like, he gets shot immediately when he opens the door. I was like, I was expecting. And yeah, I was comes, expecting that as well, but that's not what happens. No, nope. the bad cops show up. Like, dude, you totally you know, screwed yeah, up. Yeah, there there was something we skipped over after they murdered all the cops when they were going to pick up the guns, and Jamie Foxx went nuts. You see one of the cops on the ground; their hand moves. So obviously, yeah. he didn't die. Obviously, someone's still alive. My Wait. guys didn't call and say banana. Right. Right. Bananas. B a n a n a s. Jinx. You can so, sing with me, baby. No. Hey, I showed him the picture of Han Solo, and he just pushed it out of my face, Angela. So <laughs> he's in Kevin now. Spacey's got a shotgun, <laughs> and he's blasting all these guys, and then John Hamm shows up and runs him over with the car. 
which is yep, horrific. Twice. Yeah. We told the kids, hurry, close although, your eyes. Although when he first hit him and he goes, he goes up over the car and actually like smashes into the lights. I thought that was kind of cool. Right. And how do you like Ansel Eggert's jump over the car? That was pretty awesome. That was awesome. Like if I had guts to do oh that. My gosh. Wow. I know that wasn't that actually was totally Ansel. a Marty McFly move though. See? Awesome. Back to the future. That was a. He just needed a skateboard. That had to have been a stunt person. And I want to know if they did it practically. Research it, baby. I don't know. I mean, it, looked, it looked good Come enough. on, Han Solo. Take your I haven't, jacket. I no. haven't seen you know any behind the scenes of this movie, so I don't know. But it looked like they did it practically. So, Which, is there any back to the scenes stuff? Back to the scenes? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any... Um... I'm sure there is uh, on the Blu-ray. So then we get to where uh, John Hamm and him are having a little duo with the cars. Wheelman right? versus Wheelman. And right. And Deborah's kind of in this fight too, and she really she's the I don't know bait the bait. Yep, to when he pushes him or t bones him, so to speak. He tries to push him off the edge of the parking garage, but then he jumps out of the car, which you kind of see it. Yep. But you're looking like, where is he? Because I was looking like, is he hanging? But no, he must have rolled on the ground. And how you can't see someone that is on the ground is beyond me. But well, because you thought he just died. You're not. If you're not looking for it, you're not seeing it. And then he comes back, like and a... he's he doesn't no, shoot not. him, does he? No, he holds a gun up to no, John, he... or to baby's head and shoots right next to both of his oh, ears. Yeah. Which, since he already has tinnitus, it, I imagine that had to be it's deafening, an excruciating amount of pain. Yeah. You see that hours later, he can still barely hear. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Poor kid. But and he's Deborah's lying on the ground, like, and he's got Debra. Oh, Debra. I love her. Yeah, but then he's got her. So then Baby shoots him in the leg, and John Hamm falls to his death. Yeah. Which is yep. sweet that he doesn't, like, shoot him. He's not aiming to kill him. He's like, dude. Well, I don't think he had a shot at his upper torso, either. Debra was in the way. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But I think Baby wouldn't. The first time he shot him, he didn't mean to sh- shoot to kill him. Correct. He shot him in the shoulder. And so I think that just tells us how Baby is. Baby is not out to kill anyone. Baby is like, just let me go. I want out of this life. You yeah, know? but he right, killed him anyways. If he just the... would have shot him in the face, he we wouldn't have right. had this. <laughs> well, this was the third time that John Ham. This was the third time that John Ham tracked him down. And Baby recognized that he had to kill him. Mm-hmm. There was no, if if he didn't kill him, he was going to be running from him for the rest of his life. He was just going to keep popping up. Well, and he decides so. he doesn't want to run anymore in a little bit, too, because they, they escape yeah. in their Bronco, and they get Wait, stopped on a bridge. Does he, does he pass out? She's driving. I think he just well, he, fell asleep. I think he just fell asleep. Oh, he fell asleep. Gotcha. And they get stopped on a bridge by the cops, and she's ready to go, and he's like, nah, I'm just going to face the music, so... They play. He plays the really long game with Deborah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The five-year game. It was so sweet though when he woke up. Uh, Deborah was listening to the tape of his mom singing. Yeah. And I made the comment like, "It's a good thing they stole a car that was old enough to have a cassette player in it." But yeah, right. yeah, that was lucky. But you know he still couldn't hear well yet, so he put his hand on the speaker on the door so mm-hmm. he could feel it. It was it was a really sweet moment. It was, and I enjoyed 
watching that part and it was so sweet even though you knew it was coming to an end you could feel it and that's when they drive up to the bridge and they're he goes to jail goes to jail but he tells her that she doesn't belong in this world but i think deborah she's in it because she needs excitement in her life what are you talking about Her life is boring i think she just loves a baby (laughs) yeah she's just she said she had nothing holding her back I don't think you're looking at this quite nothing, the right way. She had nothing tying her to the city anymore. <laughs> yeah. That, right. No that family. doesn't mean she wants a life of crime. No, she I'm didn't want a life of crime. She, she wanted a life with baby, which right. she gets. Right. right. Yeah. Just, just takes an extra five years. She liked the bad boy. She. I don't think she did. I think she did. I think did. she just loves baby. I don't think she. Scared. Well, yeah, because. No, Shannon. She didn't like the bad she boy because he wasn't a bad boy. She trusts baby. I'm gonna have to side with Joe on this one. She feels wasn't safe a bad boy. around baby. Yeah, that's why she doesn't look scared because she knows he's he's got her, and uh, she also knows he her. wants out. Right. I don't know. Some girls they just, like they're the just excitement. one day they're just gonna get on I twenty and never stop. Right. Yeah. You know? And he does get out just the really long way. Right. Five. Which she, evidently she had five years to buy a really nice classic car. Yeah. <laughs> she writes him letters and. Finds out his real name is Miles. In the court right. case, yeah. It was nice to everybody, like, testified to his good character. Right. That was pretty cool. So, yep. And we end with the song Baby Driver. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's playing in the credits. Mm-hmm. So, boom. Baby Driver over. Baby Driver over. Yep. Thoughts? Solo Baby wears Driver what over. Color, Anyways. <laughs> you're, you're, you're really not going to admit it? No. I haven't showed him a picture. He's not going to admit it. Matt, Kinda. thoughts? Mm, the clothes are blue. <laughs> mm, the clothes are red. It's actually the clothes are black. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I really like the movie. Um, the car chase scenes were, like you guys said, second to none. Um, the acting was amazing. Uh, I really like watching Kevin Spacey get hit by the thing into the lights <laughs> is it because his character in the movie or because he's a rapist <laughs> uh the space intentionally left blank um <laughs> uh yeah and it was uh it was a really good movie i really liked it adam did mac give a rating no not yet oh. we're just giving our final <laughs> thoughts oh. oh okay all right oh. no um it was really good the action was good the characters were really really uh well played um not too often do movies get me on misdirection. This one got me, I have to admit. Um, well, I did see the rebar coming. I saw Kevin Spacey uh, kind of being the, the villain to duel with at the end. Gotcha. Uh, right. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed it was Mr. Ham. Um, so, um, so I mean, it was good. It's kind of everything you want a movie to be. The action's there. The, sc- uh, the score or the, you know, the music that goes along with it. Ah. Uh, Soundtrack. There's some, yeah, the soundtrack. Some songs I like, some songs I could do without, or something else in its place. So I mean, but that's that's low all together. Um, I was glad we watched. It. I've been wanting to watch it ever since you told me that they put everything to music, which is an incredible feat of itself, right? Sure. I mean, take away all the great acting, take away the just the directing, the level of organization that yeah. this movie had to take to do that. I gotta imagine they had a huge metronome like over like a loudspeaker, and just everything. I think they played all the music live while they were doing the scenes. 
Right. And they had like right. a bunch of supervisors well, watching it. You know, as soon as right. they hit cut, they'd well, watch they every had, scene. They had to do something because it wasn't like, okay, we're going to add the music in the editing room. They had, yeah. I mean, so so that alone, it was incredible. I mean, that that was awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, they've done it for music videos, but they're, what, four minutes long, max? Exactly. This is two hours. Well, and then it's usually, <laughs> music videos usually on a set, you know, it's and it's a confined space. And these things are going throughout the city. It's in sure. cars. And there's so many elements to it. Hmm. But anyways, oh yeah, it was yeah, pretty crazy. I think it's a technical achievement. Well, the oh, it director did say that he gave each actor and actress the script with an iPod of music that they had to listen to. Which is very interesting. So, like, while you're listening to the script, you're listening to music as you're reading through your own lines. So, yeah, to kind of get into character. Angela, I loved this movie. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was really well acted. It was really well shot. The the chase scenes, the car, the driving, everything in it was really well done. It was superb. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Shannon, well. I have a little person. Oliver, can you say hi? Hi. Say it louder. <laughs> hi. Did you like this movie we watched last night? Yes. What'd you like about it? He's a oh, winner. The music and stuff. <laughs> the music and stuff. All did, right. Did you like the cars? Mm-hmm. What'd you like about the cars? There were cars? <laughs> Anyways. Did you like how fast they were going? Yeah. Yeah. So... I enjoyed the movie. Of course, I enjoyed it the first time me and Joe watched it for our big anniversary. Uh, we got to experience um, Sperry's Movie House in Michigan, which was a cool take back. You know, they, if you haven't been there, Angela, you Most need people to go haven't. And check that out. <laughs> I, I haven't. I, I've been meaning to, though. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. And Matt, when he gets up there, or Adam, if he ever goes back, you can check it out sometime. But... This movie is... It's just like an Alamo draft house. Yeah. It is, yes. Yeah. Like, but I think Matt... Like cool, what's that? Or something. <laughs> it's where you go what? watch a movie and you can eat at the same time. Ooh, nice. They I'm a fan. We just, got a, we just got an Alamo here in Springfield. You mentioned, you mentioned food and movies. I am in. Yeah, and then uh, it's a smaller <laughs> theater. There's not like hundreds of seats. There's only like right. 25 or 30 or whatever. And yeah, it's nice. But I think between Adam, Matt, and Angela, they pretty much said exactly what I feel about the movie. It's just a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Something that you can pull out anytime and watch and enjoy every single time. And it does not get boring at all. No, I enjoyed it the second time just as much as the first. Um, The concept, I think, is just as fun as the way it's executed. I don't think it would ever get old either. No, everybody kills it. It's fun to watch. Um, I don't think it dates at all. Does anybody think Kevin Spacey's appearance in the movie is going to degrade the the lasting potential of this movie? Nah. Um, it might. It might. Politics, yeah. Hollywood politics. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's prom enough character. Why he's? I mean, I mean, of course he's going to be a main character when you see like eight main characters throughout the whole thing sure. reappear. But I don't think he's prominent enough in this movie to really sway it one way or the other. Yeah. You know, it's just a shame that something like that had to happen and kind of like put a, a, a tiny stain on this movie, even. So, right. But, and think of how many people that's uh, actually, I'm going to be quiet on that. 
Right. Go ahead. Okay, so, so we have the ratings. Ratings, Matt. I will give it a nine point two. Uh, I'm not like a huge fan of car chase movies as a rule, but I really like this one. I thought it was amazing and well done, especially since you know it's all real. There's yeah. no CGI. There's no none of that jazz. Um, Credit. There was something else I wanted to say, but I forgot. You have a crush on Ansel Elgort. <laughs> sure. Who's that? <laughs> baby. B A B. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, boy. All right, 9.2. Shannon? I give it a 10 out of a 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I don't think... I think this is a top movie of all time. It should win Best Picture. It's not gonna, but... I know, which sucks. (laughs) It's one of those movies I think is great. I hate how stupid, overthought movies win. Sometimes you just need a good action movie. So, that's my rating. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it just isn't artistic enough for the Hollywood community to... It didn't take enough chances. It wasn't, you know. Deep. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Which is silly because it actually did take some chances and it, it was artistic. I mean, I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, see, this is a double-edged sword, too, if, the, my argument here, because do you remember uh, Oscar So White a couple years ago? No. No. You don't. You guys are, like, burying your head in the sand where everyone was complaining because there was no, like, black actors nominated or no black movies. Oh, yeah. And one of their arguments was, well, Ride Along 2 was one of the biggest movies of the summer. So that should have been nominated for something. So the argument is a double-edged sword because Ride Along 2 deserves zero nominations for anything because it's a pile of crap. (laughs) Right. I was going to say Ride Along 2. Wasn't that a Kevin Hart movie or something? You have to, like... Wasn't that a comedy? Yeah. It was a stupid movie, right? Yeah. So I I have to measure my response a little bit because people think that that type of argument is valid. So, and I don't want to be that person. That type of argument is the same argument that, you know, everybody should get a trophy in Little League. (sighs) Anyways, so maybe this movie deserves a cinematography cinematography, uh, nod. I think that what they achieved is pretty incredible. You know, absolutely. It, it was really well shot. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah, I don't think of the script or anything, or the movie itself is going to get anything. But so we've heard Matt. I think you guys are going to be shocked. Me. What about Adam? <laughs> what does Adam think? Um, I'm going to give this movie. Um, it's kind of torn. I knew this part was coming. Um, <laughs> because your gut. I want. Yeah, my gut says an 8.5. Perfect. Um, I would give it a 7.5, um, but just the the feat of making this movie of itself to the music automatically gets it a bump. So Gotcha. Um, I mean, it was good. I'm glad. I mean, I'll definitely rewatch it. Um, and not a not it's not like a wag of the finger to anybody, but I don't. I for me personally, it's not a 10 movie. Um, but it's definitely a very well done movie. It's a very enjoyable, fun movie. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I give it an eight point five. Okay. Well, we appreciate your opinion. I'll go sit in the corner. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> I give this a nine out of ten. Oh. Oh, you're not too far from me then. No, I think I don't think this is quite ten out of ten. I mean, you got to save that for the femur award, but uh, so whatever. Sorry, it's a Brian Regan joke. <laughs> Nine out of ten for me. It's I think it's I pretty close to perfect. Say ten. But Say ten. 
<laughs> I'm saving 10 out of 10s for something that like really is special to me, I guess. I don't know. But this is yeah. this is really up there. Like Han Solo's jacket? Like Han Solo's jacket. <laughs> like you got to love you just have to love that it's all in camera. You know that yeah. there's no CGI bull crap going on and to me you can tell. You can tell when you you're watching a movie. Tell. You know mm-hmm. that that uncanny valley is still there. You can till, still tell when something's fake. It's like well, that's why I don't think Avatar works. That's why I don't think a lot of these movies work 100% like the crazy thing is they're closing the gap more and more every year. They are. I think the Planet of the Apes movies are probably the closest we're ever going to get. You know, those mm, are know the CGI but... on those apes is astonishing. It I mean, right. it is absolutely magnificent. So I'm, it's, it's undeniable. I mean, they're it's amazing, but uh, Right. We're just not there yet. And especially with physics, you can't you can't do real life physics of a car like what the Fast and the Furious movies did. I mean, you have to take physics into account. It, it'll look fake when it's fake. Right. You know? Like I said, I think we'll close the gap more and more as computers get more complex, algorithms get more completed, and all that other jazz. And you know, I'm, I'm, We're far away from ever tricking the human eye, 100%. Right. But uh, it's crazy how much technology is making leaps and bounds in this area. Yeah, we've come a long um, way. But I'm with you. It, it was nice not to see CGI in this movie and see it's all technically done. I like that. And it, it lets people know that there's still a place in Hollywood for that type of stuff for an actual stunt driver or an actual stunt performer where they don't just paint them in later. Right. You know, because when John Hamm fell off the thing, that was a stunt. I got to believe that's a stunt person doing a fall. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't just John Hamm CGI'd in. You know, of course, they right. matted the car moving over his fall, obviously, but so there is. There's effects there, but that's the best type of effects when they're used to help a physical thing be blended in. All right. You know. Okay, rant over. <laughs> <sighs> oh boy! So what did we decide for next week, guys? Oh yeah, what did we decide? Uh, Wonder oh. Woman. Wonder Wait, Woman. Wait, what did uh, what did Angela rate the movie? Oh yeah. Did we ask you yet, Angela? Angela. No, we sure didn't. Oh, I think Angela. you're just mad at me about Han Solo's coat. <laughs> um, I'm rating this movie a nine point three. Nine point three. It was. Yeah. She won up, Jamat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Worth every point. Woo. Good deal. And I think we can all safely say we'll recommend this to other people down the road. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. It's a must-see. I will probably talk of little else come Monday around the water cooler. <laughs> talk of little so you guys, you guys see that baby driver? Yeah. You guys see that new movie with Kevin Rapey in it? Kevin Rapey's you in it. See that, what? That, that new movie that came out in July, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. Watch <laughs> it. Could everybody like Kevin Spacey? <laughs> movie dummy approved. I don't know that he was all that beloved before, but whatever. I mean, he's, uh, he he's been an actor. I hate to say it, but he's been an actor for a bajillion years. You can't take his talent away because per- oh no, I'm not talking about his talent. I'm just talking about him as a person. Right. Like, I don't know that he was like, I don't know. The the thing Meh. is that a lot of his performances were all the same person, and it's this guy, you know, that he played in this movie. Yeah. You know, he's always kind of. 
evil who's always kind of the bad guy, the villain, you know, a character who's kind of, he's just out for himself. So it's hard to be endeared oh, to well. that type of character and therefore, and by extension, Kevin Spacey, not super beloved. I don't know. I never really, you know, whatever. Let's, this is for a completely different time, I think. <laughs> It's not bring down baby driver just because this jerkwad's in it. <laughs> the movie doesn't deserve it. So next time we're going to talk about Matt's favorite from 2017, Wonder Woman. Mm. Wonder Woman. Fighting for I'll our rights in satin tights. <laughs> hey, keep in mind I haven't seen Thor yet, okay? Okay. Well, neither have we. Aww. But we, we won't be able to say that, that again up. next week. <laughs> uh... Wait, what? Because me and Shannon are going to go see it in like an hour. Mm. Maybe after I stop sweating to death. Yeah, it's really hot in this room, but you guys don't know that because you're not here. So join us next week. We're going to talk 2017's Wonder Woman. Is it a masterpiece? Is it a piece of master? Who knows? Piece of master. Yeah. She's obviously the best part of the DCEU right now. Um, Oh, yeah. I don't think Justice League is going to change that at all. I don't know. There's already... um... What previews out for Justice League? Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to change. <laughs> and they're, the only thing I'm really looking forward to with the Justice League is Aquaman. Yeah, Jason. I was just going to say, Jason uh, Momoa looks like he's going to be an amazing Aquaman. Just have a movie I about him. just him, and it's going to be a, a seller. You don't Isn't there going to be Batman. an Aquaman movie? Yeah, but I'm, we'll we'll talk about this next week. Uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us, everybody. This was fun, fun movie. Go ahead, watch it. And remember, your guys' emergency mm. recommendation is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Go yes. watch that this week. Go watch. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> She's ready to go. So as always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And that was Adam. You heard him earlier. Yep. And we're the movie dummies. Thanks for listening. Matt the cop. No, you have to do your impression. Oh boy. Got to do Rip Torn, Michael Bay. (laughs) It's sterile and I like the taste. No. (laughs) It's sterile. No, you gotta say yay, Michael Bay. Come on. Yeah. Yay, Michael Bay. What? (laughs) Who was that an impression of? Well, you told me to do that voice all podcast, I forgot. Perfect. It was really sound like, there you go. Sound like drunk Yoda. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Too many liquors have I had. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until my seas finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And visit us at moviedummies.com for more content.